friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, February the 18th. Wherever you are and whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's life and God's goodness and God's grace today, my friends. Thank you for joining me to break open God's Word. And my friends, it is so good today. In fact, it is so good, I'm going to do something that I rarely, 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 I don't even remember if I've ever done it. I'm going to do almost a full double-decker today. I'm going to read you the gospel because it's too good not to. Because again, this is the hinge of Mark's gospel. What he's saying here is is so important for you and I. Uh, And I'll try to point that out. And, And again, I think the gospel, of course, will lead that way. My words are only going to be, you know vapor and 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 air uh, trying to, to surround the, the real word. Uh, but then I've got to read you the first half of James' uh, epistle today because it is so good. It is so good. Uh, if you've heard any of James or want to hear any of James, today's is the one that it's like it cuts like a sword. I mean, that's the two-edged sword that the word can be. It is today. So, because of that, I'm going to try to move through as as quickly as I can because I do want to keep this as close to 20 minutes as I can. So, we're going to read from the gospel first. It is Mark chapter 8, verses 34 to chapter 9, verses 1. So, effectively, I don't know why they cut the chapter uh, after the first verse of 9, but the stream of consciousness, the thought, concludes with that first verse in chapter 9. So we're, that whole hinge idea we're going to end with today, and then we'll come in a different way tomorrow. So let's read that first. going to just talk a little bit about it off the cuff, and then we'll go to James. I'm going to read out of it with the message again. That's Eugene Peterson's translation, which I think is brilliant, okay? So let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Calling the crowd to join the disciples, Jesus said, Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way I'm leading you when you get around your fickle and unfocused friends... Know that you'll be in even greater embarrassment to the Son of Man when he arrives in all the splendor of God, his Father, with an army of the holy angels. Then he drove his point home further by saying, This isn't pie in the sky by and by. Some of you who are standing here are going to see it happen. See the kingdom of God arrive in full force. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, my friends, I I, I struggle with that last line. You know, that last idea. Uh, And again, this is how uh, Eugene Peterson said it, what we just heard. I'm going to give you the USCCB version, the NAB. 
And he says, listen, he, he also said to them, amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power. Now, we, we, again, I don't want to say what you think, but oftentimes I can hear that and say that that's a second coming verse, right? But yet Jesus would be wrong if my interpretation is correct. Jesus would be wrong if that's the second coming verse because he's saying there are some there who will not taste death until this happens. Well, clearly Jesus isn't wrong. Clearly I am in my understanding. And that's why I love this interpretation of of, uh, Peterson because this isn't, he says, this isn't pie in the sky by and by. Uh, Meaning, you know, this is what we're working for to get our our pie in the sky, that eternal reward in heaven. You know, that that's when we taste the kingdom of God. Jesus is saying, no, the fullness of the kingdom of God is experienced here for those who believe now. This last weekend I was at Mass. I won't say where, I won't say when, I won't say with who. But this person got up afterward and was doing some announcements and this person talked about some adult ed opportunities that are going on, which fantastic. I love that. Love that. And, and then this person's point was simply, you know, we all want to get to heaven, right? And, and, and these, you know, our, our, I mean, our implication was uh, these help us can, to get there. And I just cringed at the way she said it. Not her point. Of course, we all want to, to get to heaven. But the whole idea is, How do we experience that heaven now? How do we experience the fullness of the kingdom of God now? Because that's what Jesus is talking about, brothers and sisters. He's not talking about pie in the sky by and by. He's not talking about be good boys and girls now so you get your reward later. The whole point of the Gospels, Jesus' whole point in saying repent, turn around, think differently, open your eyes. The kingdom of God is among you. It is around you. It is within you now. I cannot, I cannot emphasize that enough. That if we just make it something later for the good boys and girls to get later, our faith remains childish. Brothers and sisters, don't let your faith remain childish and don't you let me keep my faith childish. We must, must embrace the fullness of the kingdom of God now. How do we do it? Jesus is telling us how today by being mature about it. Remember, this is on the heels of the hinge yesterday. Who do people say that I am? Okay, who am I for you? And Peter gets it right. You are the Christ, the Messiah, right? But right away, Peter and the others who are wavering and wondering uh, get the idea wrong of what Messiah will be. They think it's going to be that victory march that I talked about yesterday. But Jesus says, no, that's not what it is. Get behind me, Satan. Peter, you got it wrong. Quit being in front of me in a stumbling block. You're seeing things not as God does, but as humans do which is this victory upon victory, that that it's going to be a a kingdom of power. But that's not it. So that's why it's so important that we get this. Why is this for you and I? First line tells us. He's talking to the disciples, right? Who do you say that I am? He had just, you know, talked and walked with them. 
And uh, and he's, he gathers the 12 to him and he says, okay, who do people say that I am? Okay, who am I to you? And Peter gets it right. Immediately, this first line today, because it follows right on the heels, it says, calling the crowd to join his disciples. What do you think? He's in the middle of a crowd at Caesarea Philippi where he's having this intimate conversation with the disciples? No, that's a literary trick that Mark, or Mark, the writer of Mark, or John Mark most likely, is writing here to say, okay, people, in case you don't see yourself as a disciple, which, by the way, you are, you certainly are part of the crowd. Jesus is talking to you now and me. He's talking to all of us. And what does he say? So this is for all of us. This is what he's saying directly to answer Peter and the other disciples who are wavering and wondering. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. Follow, oh, excuse me, you're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is my way. Brothers and sisters, our God is a realist. If you and I are getting into this Christian thing in order that we may avoid suffering because God will reward the good boys and girls, maybe in the by and by, but maybe even now because he'll give us good things, that's the gospel of Joel Olstein. okay? Don't you be coming around the real gospel with that. Bless Joel and bless him and, and I wish him every good. But this whole gospel of abundance thing, it's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, if we are going to be followers of Jesus Christ, we need to let him lead. And where does he lead us? To Jerusalem. And we have to know that suffering is a part of the human condition. Do you remember it was John's gospel, right? John's gospel. After Jesus is scourged, and, and placed in the crown of thorn, the crown of thorns is placed on his head, and he's and he's given a cloak, uh, and and Pilate brings him before the crowd, and he says, "Behold the man." In a sense, what he's saying there is, "Behold humanity." You know, when uh, Mar- Martha and Mary, in in this beautiful juxtaposition of John's gospel, when after Jesus invites the the disciples to to come and see where he lives. Um, In that juxtaposition, when Jesus says, take me to Lazarus, or where have they lain him? Mary and Martha say, come and see. They use the same words that Jesus does. Jesus invites us to go see where God resides, and he resides everywhere in creation. Martha and Mary get to invite Jesus to where humanity resides, which is in suffering and pain and death. No, my friends, our life isn't just suffering and pain and death. It's joy. It's beautiful. Life is so beautiful and so good, but it is not absent suffering. It is not absent pain. Anyone who's selling you that is not selling you the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and what he says is, let him lead. Why? Because he can be trusted. He can be trusted. And secondly, because we know suffering and pain aren't the end. We know it. We know it because we know Good Friday isn't the end. We know Easter Sunday is. 
But, my friends, we have to go through it because we become new people on the other side of it. And we can't do it alone. I, I, I know what I'm telling you is true, but I know when I'm suffering, it doesn't make a lick of sense to me, and I, it, it won't make my words any better. But I need you to remind me of them and walk with me through it because I know you will be telling me the truth when I have to go through it because I know it is the truth. And I will walk with you. We need to walk with each other. We are communal people. But we walk with each other through that suffering. It's why Mary and Mary Magdalene and, uh, and Mary, the mother of, of uh, you know, Simeon and, and Joseph and, and all those who were at the foot of the cross were so important to Jesus. Let me lead, he says. Don't you try to do it because you're going to go somewhere where, where you, you want to go, but God is not. You know, we're going to want to gain all these things. We're going to put ourselves in the very center of it. He says, listen, you know, what good is it for you to get everything you want, everything, but lose you in the process and lose what you're about? Your soul is not like just this invisible thing inside you. You know, it's our very essence. It's the foundation on which we stand. It is, it is the grounding part of us. It is the part that knows who we are when we ask others, who do you say I am? The part that we know who we are, that we are the children of God and nothing else. No amount of things can, can, well, it can distract us from it, but it doesn't change it. And so if we just want to get everything we want to do, it'll just entice us to forget Things help us forget. We, we can never forget. We must be women and men of remembrance. Brothers and sisters, this gospel is for the crowd. It's for all of us. And it isn't just for the by and by. It's for now. It's for now. So we allow our God to lead us now and trust that we will walk. And we do not walk alone. Not only with our God, but with one another through this. Which leads me to James. And I'm just going to whip through this. And it is so good. I know we're already at 15 minutes here. But I just have to read you, gosh, like the first four, five, six verses. And I'm going to let it stand on its own, my friends. But listen to it. Listen to it. This is James chapter 2. Starts with verse 14. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says they have faith, but do not have works. Can that faith save them? If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it? So also faith of itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Indeed, someone might say to you, you have faith and I have works. Demonstrate your faith to me without works and I will demonstrate my faith to you from my works. You believe that God is one, essentially, saying you believe in God. You say you believe in God. Well, fine, you do well. Even the demons believe in God and tremble. Okay, now this is, I've stopped now, and these are my own words. 
You say you believe in God. Fine. Good. Good for you. Even the demons believe in God. But does it change who they are? Belief in God means nothing. Nothing. If it does not back it up with works. That's what James is saying. And that, brothers and sisters, needs I would say needs to be what we ponder the rest of the day. It needs to be just what we chew on. It needs to be what changes our very essence and being. My goodness, I'm fired up today, but these are two way too good gospels for us to miss. Gospel and epistle. So much more to be said, but we're already at our time limit. So let us pray and let us chew on the word of God. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for being with me this week. Have a marvelous weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday. God's peace.